Welcome, everybody, to another edition of the Swishin' Edition podcast, joined always by your host, Ethan Reesbaum, a.k.a. Bobby Bobka, a.k.a. Chappie Johnson. We out here. Uh, Evan Silbiger, a.k.a. Big Boy, a.k.a. Young T-Shirt in the Pool, a.k.a. Young uh, Pastrami. Hebrew National. Young Hebrew National. And there we, we go. Yes. We got a special guest today. He's going to be joining us for the rest of our time at Swishin' Edition. Another Maryland kid um, from the New York area. We got Sean Kessner, a.k.a. Sean Kessner. Yeah, that's that's a good a.k.a. I like that. Works. We'll come up with something good soon. We'll, yeah, we'll figure it out. We'll make it good. It's a work in progress. It's a work in progress. Yeah. What's up, Reese? Hey, fellas. How you doing? Yeah, we can hear you. Good, man. I'm doing well. How are you guys? We're hanging doing out. Doing well. Doing well. Where are you? Are you in? Are you in Maryland? Are you home? What's up? I actually, I just drove down. I'm in Florida right now for like the next five days. So that'd be nice. Gotcha. Yeah. Nice. What have you been uh, doing during quarantine? Oh man. Uh, well, Kyle, our strength coach, sent us the lips. So I've been doing those, trying to work out whenever I can, but not much. Hanging out with family, so that's been nice. But uh, not much. It's weird really. time. It's a weird time. time. Yeah. You've been hooping? Working on your game? Oh, yeah, I got a court out back of my house, though. Getting some jumpers out. Let's go. What? I have a question about the strength coach. You were named, like, an All-American for strength and conditioning this year. Is that right? Yeah. Yep, yep. So, like, talk about that a little bit. Like, how, how do you become an All-American for that? So, Coach Kyle, our strength coach, uh, he's the man, and he, uh, so at the beginning of the year, he said he, uh, like, basically volunteered me for the award, and right. writes up something, and talks about me, and uh, so during the season, because I don't play a lot, I lift with him, so I lift throughout the whole season, so uh, it's something he just volunteered for me, and basically they take his word on me and what he wrote about me, and I was up for the award, and they chose me for one of those awards. Gosh. Do you throw up the most on the bench, on the team? Oh, yeah. So, oh yeah. So it's really? a battle between me and surprisingly sticks. No sticks. way. Yeah. Wow. I thought it was lengthy and just skinny. It's crazy. I don't know how he does it, but he benched two seventy five as a max. Okay. And yeah. And then Where I are you at? I just got my PR of two ninety uh two weeks ago. I sent the video to Kyle and Sticks and, and said sticks. Like I added him was like, What's up? Like let's see. Because that was a while ago. Uh, he pretty, I think he beat me. He had two, I think he had two eight or two seventy five, and I had two seventy five, two seventy. But now I put up two ninety, so I'm waiting on his response. So we'll he really see. beefed up. He really beefed up last year. Like you could really tell the whole team did. Yeah, for real. Yeah, yeah whole picture cool. when you guys were all, all in front flexing. Yeah, everyone's doing yeah. the flex pose, and you guys all look ridiculous. Uh, yeah, yeah. Kyle's a beast, so he he puts us to work. So guys, really, when you buy in and. I mean, you almost have to, just the way we work in the weight room, it, it shows. And it, it's cool to see the guys gain weight and get stronger. I'm sure. So, um, so this season was obviously like a special season for us. Like some of those games that we went to, like some of like the best moments I've ever had in Maryland and just like in general in basketball. Did it feel like a special season for you guys as much as it did for, for the fans? Yeah, for sure. Just think about it, like two. I mean, how crazy the season ended with the coronavirus. But two yeah. games like always come to mind for me. And the uh, first one's got to be Michigan uh, beating them, winning the schools 
first Maryland men's basketball Big Ten title. So winning that, having the seniors get to cut the nets down and win and go out on top for the last game is special. And then thinking about all our comeback wins. Um, there were a so lot. Many. There were a lot. There were a lot. Illinois. 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 Oh, my God. Illinois was crazy. Even Northwestern, we were getting destroyed at halftime. Yeah. yeah. I think that's when we kind of flipped our season. And uh, just we just knew that any game, no matter how much we're down, we can win. Then going to Minnesota, we're down 16 and a half. And nothing was going our way. And the guys that just was kept crazy shot. Oh, God. That was my, one of my favorite players. games right here. My that Lord. Was so if you had to play a little game of what if, what do you guys, what do you think the potential of, of this year's team was in terms of the tournament? Oh, my gosh. It's so, so annoying to think about just because it's like right. every crew probably thinks they can, they could have been in the final four. Um, exactly. But I think with our talent and the way like we were just talking about our comeback wins and our belief in each other and our team, I think it was we were going to be nothing short of, of a Final Four uh, in my eye. I just think also it always depends on who you're going to play, matchups, but I believe in our team and just the way we started clicking that I think we were Final Four. It's just such a shame that on this year that we had like such a great team and such a great run and then yeah. it just like happens. But, you know, it is what it is. You just got to roll with it and, and bounce back next year. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Crazy. What, are, what are the expectations uh, going into next year for you guys? Like, what, what's like yeah. the mindset going in? So definitely, uh, well, mindset is defend our title, defend the Big Ten uh, championship, and this time try to get it uh, outright on our own, not share. But the other, it's just the idea of we're, I mean, you read the press, the people are down on us. We lost two amazing players and sticks, unreal. And just losing them, people are just down on us. Probably predicting like tenth in the Big Ten, some, some, something like that. But I think uh, we'll be underdogs, surprise a lot of people, and I, I think we can get a get another Big Ten championship, another banner hung up. Yeah, I agree. I, I don't buy it, man. I don't buy it. I think we got a good team coming in, like with EA Wiggins, Daryl, you. Like I think like people are underrating us for real. Aaron is a guy that could like if he has a good year, he could be a first rounder. I feel like he has so much potential. Oh yeah, I I believe Wiggs will have a a breakout year and kind of like he'll almost be like kind of a Kevin Herter player. Hopefully, if he uh like in the draft, kind of like shock people and go. I think like sixteen through mm-hmm. like twenty two, kind of be yeah. like that uh like a wild card in the draft. Just because I think this year he's gonna shoot lights out. Because I've seen him practice. Uh, past year he didn't get to show how great of a shooter he really is, but some days in practice he would miss. So. I think he'll uh, have a breakout year and it'll be fun to watch. And he's going to have to. I mean, you know, you guys are losing so much scoring. I think he's going to be probably the guy. Definitely. Yeah. Um. So, like, so we were talking before about the group meets. And, uh, do you guys have a group meet with Turgeon and with the players? And, like, does Turgeon snitch on you guys? Like, how does that all work? Oh, yeah. No, no, no. Turgeon, Turgeon's the man. Uh, but, like, our different group chats, we got uh, – we have a bunch, but – we actually have a – there's an old one with, like, a bunch of players with, uh, like, from way back when, like, I don't even know, Jake Lehman might be on there. Like, I know Melo, DeMonte Dodd, a bunch of older guys, mm-hmm. and that one's cool. And then we have the modern one. We have last year's team. Uh, we have that together. And then we have this new team where we, uh, like, more up-to-date stuff. But we have a bunch of group chats, but – uh it, it's, you it's put, are, are the are the trainers in those? You know, we're boys. Uh, we're boys with Pete. You know, Pete Littman. Oh yeah, yeah, that's our boy. 
No, he gets he get bullied in the locker room. Oh no, Pete, Pete, you know, Pete can hold his own. That's for sure. But who wins in a one on one? Would Pete beat Garrett in a one on one? Oh my goodness! I'm not I would take I would say Garrett. I think Garrett's athletic. Garrett, he's Garrett's so athletic. athletic. Yeah. yeah, I I w- I'm not gonna say a name. I would love to see that happen. Next, make once we get back in school, I might have to yeah. make that happen. I'll, I'll yeah. record it for you guys. There we go. Let's do it, man. Let's do it. Um, all right. What are your favorite and, and least favorite places to play in the Big Ten? Least favorite? I can do that right away because that's the easiest. Uh, Northwestern. Really? Uh, just because, like, every place you play in the Big Ten is packed. Every mm-hmm. single gym except that one. That one, they got a new gym and it looks good, but it's small and they still can't even pack it. And it's like, they don't, their student section, there's probably like 50 people there. And this, like, so it's like not, it just feels like a high school game. Yeah. Push league. Push league. Yeah, exactly. Doesn't feel like it's the Big Ten. No, because the Big Ten, they pack gyms. Yeah. Even like, uh, Nebraska, like, they're, they're usually not that great, but even if they're having a down year, they pack the gym and it's a massive gym. But the best one, that's really tough, but obviously this past year, after this year, I'm going to say Michigan State because winning in that gym this year was pretty incredible, and they they always have a great student section, great fans. I don't I don't think we'll ever play a game there that's not sold out, so it's fun to see, and it's just a great atmosphere, and winning there was something special. That was a great game. Another comeback. I have a, I have a question because I don't obviously travel to the other gyms do you think that Maryland fans are louder, better, bigger than the other? Like, where do we compare to the rest of the Big Ten? So, compared to the rest of the country, great. Compared, we're still there. Compared no, you're to, good, you're good. compared to the Big Ten, I love our fans. So, I guess they know one, but the other, like, just game in and game out, I feel like. Michigan and Michigan State is, I feel like they're always sold out, always packed. But when the walls filled up in College Park, there's no place like it. Right. Like, like uh, College Game Day, we didn't get to perform the way we wanted. And we didn't get the win, but the fans there, it was something special. And big games like that, you can't beat College Park. But day in, day out, probably the singles, Michigan, Michigan State, always packed. They all, like, always good fan base, so. But I think our fans are great, and we sell out and fill the wall. You, you can't beat that. Yeah, the wall is fucking agree. awesome, man. So yeah, real. and the flag comes down. So, so dope. That's one of the great traditions. I love that the flag. Because yeah, I, I look yeah. at the – whenever that flag comes down, I look at the opposing bench, and all the, the players, the coaches, they're all kind of keeping an eye out for it. They're looking at it. It's always oh, – yeah. The different. whole bench, you see them, like, standing up behind. They're not listening to a word the coach says. They're just looking right. at that. Yeah. Do you have a favorite moment or favorite game in, in your career? Um, I would say it would be one of the two I mentioned in the beginning or the, so Minnesota, Michigan State, at Michigan State or beating Michigan. Probably I'd say moment is beating Michigan because that's something we all dreamed about and we talked about ever since I was at school was when putting up a banner. So winning the Big Ten, so mm-hmm. at home senior night, 
beating Michigan pretty demandingly and just that feeling of finally like accomplishing our goal. And we were like down the stretch, we had the Big Ten, so you thought, and just kept, teams kept creeping. And for us to finish the job at home on senior night, that was the most special experience for me at Maryland. I think my, the loudest I've ever heard Xfinity was when Cowan drilled that 35 footer against Illinois. And then like a second later, he gets the steal, goes to the free throw line. That was definitely my favorite moment of the year. That was unbelievable. Yeah. The court was like shaking. Like you could feel the, like the wood just vibrate and you're like, Oh my God. Yeah. That was a crazy game. I can't believe the dude fouled him. Like I know they had the ball. Just, it was going to go to overtime and then they fouled Anthony, our best yeah. free throw shooter. So talking about Anthony, you've been teammates with him for three years now, but you also played high school ball with him. So kind of what has that been like to play alongside him for so long and to see him kind of develop from what he was to what he is? Yeah, it's special. Um, we have a great bond, obviously, because we played. I was even I wasn't on his AU team, but I was on the younger team uh, mm-hmm. for a while with DC Assault and then DC Thunder. And then his coach coached me my last year. So I've just basically been following his footsteps. Like I've been with him. Like you said, it would have been six total years. He's been my point guard, uh, three more in high school. And seeing him develop, and he's just a winner. That's all he wants to do is win. Uh, we saw we won a championship in high school. Uh, his senior year, my junior year, which happened again at Maryland, his senior year, my junior year. So it's it's cool to see, especially like he become he became more of a leader locally, uh, especially because mm-hmm. he's a shy guy. Um, and just to see him literally blossom into a leader and a more vocal leader and just be more open and communicate with guys was special. And that was the biggest way he changed. But overall, just the view of Anthony, he's just a winner. He's a winner. Like He wants to win in life. He wants to win in the court, the classroom. But uh, for him to win both times his senior year just shows that when it's like his program, his team, like he'll lead you to, to a championship. Yeah. Something we definitely saw him from the whole year. So, just- so- I've seen you, uh, like, whenever you get on the floor, it seems like you're just, like, a fan favorite, and you just, like, bring the energy, and as soon as you get there, it's energy. Like, obviously, you're not a starter, but but you still, like, get some minutes, and you bring the energy. Have you, like, embraced that role, or what do you think about that? Oh, yeah. So, just, the role is funny. Like, it's always funny. You've heard it for, like, Will, Clark, here for Andrew, and then sometimes a chant like me, just, like, telling Church to put us in. So, it's always funny, like, hearing that. But the role of just, like, anytime I get in, I just bring energy. That's kind of like, as you said, my role. And even in practice, uh, like, if guys are sluggish, like, I'm not going to be. So I'm going to, like, basically push them, like, kick their ass. Like, a lot of times in practice, the red team is, like, the starters and, like, the sixth, seventh man will play the black team scrimmage. And if they don't bring it, like, we'll hand it to them. That's always mm-hmm. fun. So just, like, yeah, I embrace the role of being an energy guy and just – Bring it every day to get the guys better. And just when my name gets called, my number gets called, just go out and have some fun. And as you said, bring the energy, give some, the fans some fun. It's a dope mentality to have. Uh, all right. Switching gears a little bit. You're, um, you're in the business school, right? Yes. So I actually, I actually, I just graduated for undergrad. Uh, but I'll be coming back next year to get my master's and I'll be in the business school again. So. That'll You'll be still be on the team? Oh, yeah. So that's why I'm staying at Maryland, get, using my last year of eligibility for my fourth year, and be on the team and get my master's. So that's the plan. Awesome. What, do you, what are you looking mm-hmm. to do after after school? So once I graduate, uh, 
I accepted an offer. I'll be working for Morgan Stanley. It's actually in the plate of Maryland where I'm from, uh, in an office doing, I'll be a financial advisor. Well, I'll be ho- eventually, hopefully right away, but I'll start with a group that's a financial advising group under Morgan Stanley. So. That's great. Kid can hoop and kid can advise. <laughs> he's got the finance and the yeah he got everything yeah. so you just said uh growing up in the plato what was that like because i know you grew up on a farm kind of like more rural than most guys who play for big 10 schools um what kind of how did that shape you yeah so it's it's pretty funny like a lot of guys make fun of me for growing up like on a farm like mm-hmm. they call me a farmer and it's just it is very different from the basketball type like not too many guys grew up on a farm and play basketball yeah. But it's kind of funny. It's kind of something I embrace. And as you said, kind of made me, uh, like we were talking about earlier, the energy guy, like the toughness part aspect of I did a lot of like farm work, farm chores. Um, so that just kind of like built me into the you toughness type boys. mentality. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. I was lifting hay bales ever since I was five years old. <laughs> Go. Maybe that's where that strength and conditioning comes from. That's how you got yeah. so good at it. Oh yeah, farm like strength is a real thing, right? Oh yeah, farm strength, and just ever since I was little, I have an older brother. He just graduated from the Naval Academy, and he, uh, we, he was he, like he benches like three, like three sixty five. He's an animal, so I've just always been trying to catch him, and just he, he pushes me. He's like my role model, and uh, him and my dad always would always push me and like lift and to work out. So. All right. So, so last question for me. Um, uh, one second. Yeah. What was that? What was like the recruit? So did you get recruited or yeah? What was that process like? For me, it's always different for like every walk on, but for me, it was, it's like a preferred walk on. So as we said, I played with Anthony kind of like my whole life throughout high school. So Turgeon was at almost like every other practice, always coming to talk to Ant. We kind of built a relationship. I would come up and talk to him. He knew me, wasn't recruiting me to play, like because I wasn't good enough to be on a scholarship. But I started getting low interest from schools, but I didn't want to go to a small school. So eventually it came to the point where my high school coach and I reached out to Turgeon, and I sent him I sent him an email just saying that uh, Maryland's like my dream school. I want to play basketball there. Like, is there any way I could walk on? Pretty much. And he responded and was just, um, he was like excited to hear that I wanted to play like for him and his school. Cause he always liked, like, once again, like the energy that I have, like he'd see in practice and like, I wasn't good enough to be on scholarship there. But if he said like, if I want to be a part of his team and there's, it's a no brainer for him to have me. So I was excited. That was a great day to hear back from him. And just the fact that I could go to my dream school and play basketball and my parents and I were just so excited and it was pretty cool. Did a lot of your family go to Maryland? Uh, no, because, but I've grown up in Maryland my whole life. My mom graduated from Towson. Um, but we, I've been born and raised in Maryland my whole life, so. Yeah, Turgeon seems like a great guy, man. Like, I've never heard anybody say anything bad about Turgeon, just like as a person. Yeah, people really know him. Like, he's the man. He's a great guy, and he just, he really loves his players and his, He's really always there for them. And it shows. It really it really shows. Like he really like really shows his emotion. He wears that on his sleeve and you gotta respect that. Yeah. Seems like he so. cares about his guys a lot. Like I was friends with uh Trace last year and he said that he, he really cared about, you know, making sure that he got found the right school for him and 
Churchin was involved and very helpful, and he seems like he cares about his guys a lot. Yeah, and like like you said, even after basketball, even after Maryland, like your time's up, he'll he'll try to help you in any way that he can. All right, uh, and you guys got any more questions? I'm all out. I think we're I think we're good here. All right, thank Reed. you for coming on. You're the man. So I really appreciate it. Oh yeah, uh, no problem. Next year, you know, we we all of us hoop. So if we want to get some pickup games going, let's fucking do it. I'm I'm down. Yeah, I'm down. Where where are we hooping? Epley? Where are we going? I'll give you the work anywhere. It doesn't matter. Oh, okay. Careful, man. <laughs> all right, man. Take it easy. Be well. Oh, Thank you, Reese. All right, boys. Have a good one. Peace.